0: Hello everyone, this is Sofia
1: and it's Kay
0: and we are Popcorn Score.
1: Yay, we're back.
0: We are back finally after almost a year and a half, I think.
1: Yeah, well for you. I've been, I've been trying to keep the <laughs> podcast going.
0: Yeah, I've been absent. A lot of things have been happening but I'm super excited to be back, especially um, with this uh, episode of a movie that I've been waiting for the past two years now because it has had a lot of delays um and man oh man I'm so excited to review Dune
1: yeah I was pretty excited for this movie but probably not as excited as most people were because Mm -hmm. I actually never knew anything about Dune like I'd always heard about the movie and the books but I never bothered to read or watch the original 84 movie
0: oh well I did I did the audiobook I think it was like three years ago when it was announced that they were making this it's been a while uh and it's a long it's a long book so that's that's something that I will touch on later um but I I did read it or listen to it and it was really really good um and again the, one of the things that excited me even more it's just the director who i think in my opinion he was very i would say brave to do this cuz it's not an easy movie to make and he's proven for the last, I guess, seven, six years. Every movie he has made, I don't think it has been bad. And it's, he's just keeps growing with each movie. I mean, from Prisoner... I mean, Sicario, Prisoners, Arrival, Blade Runner, and now this. It's just... He's just... He's taking over. Um, So I was very excited. I knew that I wasn't going to get something bad just from the director itself. And now that you go into the cast, which is... One of the biggest casts I've ever seen in a movie, then uh, that got me even more excited. What about you, Kim?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, the cast is great, I, I've always loved his movies Yeah, Arrival, Sicario, Blade Runner 2049, I loved all those movies I've mm-hmm. never actually seen Prisoners, um, but mm-hmm. I've heard good things about it
0: I've actually watched it last night in preparation of this <laughs> I don't know why, <laughs> I wanted just to be like, stay connected An, an with, expert
1: on Denis Villeneuve
0: With Denis, uh, and man, it's such a good movie, I highly recommend it I really do recommend it Um but yeah, and then uh, this movie exceeded my expectations of what I imagined from the book to the screen. I think every character... I mean, I, I guess it's also because I started d- doing the audiobook knowing who was playing what. But still, some of the other more complex or different characters, they really... I mean, I, as I imagined, or they even looked better in this big screen as to what I was imagining in my head.
1: So overall, what are your what are your like initial thoughts of of the movie?
0: Okay, so it's hard. Okay, I love this movie. I really do like it. But one of the challenges of reviewing this movie is that it's a part one. Which when they were uh, doing all the you know the press tour and everything, the trailer came. It was just called Doom. I. I I, I think I heard in an interview like a few years back or when it was announced that he was going to make this, they were they were saying like, you know, and if you've read the book, there's a lot of information in the book. This is a long book. So they were saying like, yeah, this is impossible to just make one movie for this. So we might have to make two parts of this. I mean, I remember reading or listening some uh, about that. Um, so that's one thing that, you know, g- watching the movie I had my suspicions that it might have been just part one until I, when, you know, you start getting into it and the, with the pacing and stuff, I realized like yeah, this is just part one.
1: Yeah, they were actually... Warner Brothers hadn't even greenlit part two yet. Um, which is
0: interesting, right? Like very bold because this is not like a little small movie. This is a big thing.
1: Yeah, which is weird to me that they would greenlight part one and not part two i like i just don't understand like i get that they maybe weren't as confident about the movie especially with the pandemic Mm -hmm. but they didn't even green light the movie until about a week after opening day and they saw that the movie was actually making money
0: yeah i even think i could be getting the date wrong but i'm pretty sure i saw in timothy who plays paul atreides in the movie timothy chalamet's instagram i saw part two is happening like uh, the the sunday off or the the monday after it opened so that was again interesting because this is just the first part of the story which is a very complex story there's a lot of things that you need to understand when you watch dune you need to understand what spice means to them what what each family means um iraq is the fremen like there's a lot of things that you as a Viewer like you who hasn't who has no background, I think the movie did a good job of explaining that in a very subtle way. Not just th- they knew that you were smart, then you're gonna get it. So he just didn't spend much time on like, okay, I'm gonna now explain this. So it it was a very subtle way to when I think through Timothy's character Paul, you get to learn everything. Um, but in all, I mean, I watched this twice. Um, the first time I really liked it. Um, but then the second time, I, I don't know why I liked it even more, <laughs> which is interesting. Cause like the first time I was so excited, but I think it was so excited that I just couldn't process it. But then the second time I watched it at home the second time. Um, and I liked it even more cause I was like, okay, oh yeah, I remember this from the book or I'm connecting all the dots again. And I think, I don't think it's like the easiest watch. To be honest, like, some parts, I mean, a few, just very little parts are a bit slow, like the pacing slows down. But when it picks up, it picks up. I like, I really like where it takes us. Um, I feel like, obviously, the the most developed character is uh, Paul, because he's, you know, the main character and in, in everything that happens. But in all, I don't think there was a character that I disliked or just didn't care about and if you if we're talking about visuals this is just a gorgeous movie i mean like don't you agree like it's it's a beautiful for i think like for any sci-fi fans this is just beautiful
1: oh yeah this is probably in my opinion one of the most well-polished movies i've ever seen in my life Mm -hmm. like the between the visual effects the special effects the live action and like the costume design like everything in this movie looks so damn good and so well blended like it actually feels like a real world (laughs) and you know what's crazy to me like even as I'm watching like these absurd things happening on screen like these massive building size shifts and like you know all the sandworms and these weird locales I never once actually like thought to myself, wow, that CGI looks bad or wow, this doesn't look real.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: it looks so good. Like it's so, so well blended. I, I, yeah, I've never seen a movie this polished. Like, yeah, like even like big budget, like Marvel movies or like Jurassic Park or anything like that. Like, you can always still kind of in the back of your mind be like, yeah, that's CGI and it sticks out like a Yeah, like thumb. you
0: catch what's fake. Yeah. yeah.
1: But in this movie, I never once thought about that to myself. I was just like, all right, I'm actually seeing what I'm seeing on the screen. Like, mm-hmm. I never questioned it. And so, yeah, I think visually this movie is great. However, I probably have a much more lukewarm opinion about the movie in general than most people do.
0: Yeah, please, please share.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's because maybe. I, because I didn't know anything about the movie and I started to buy into the hype of, like, oh, this is Dune. Like, it's, cra- it's crazy. <laughs> into it's- my hype. <laughs> and, like, yeah, and you'd, you'd see, like, all the all the different marketing materials, like, oh, it's the next Star Wars and Lord of the Rings type of movie. And, and so I was, like, I was expecting, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, I recognize it's, it is a really good movie. It's a well-made movie, well-acted, well-done everything. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I just didn't, I just didn't resonate with me as much as I thought it would. Yeah. Because um, I, I don't know. Maybe it is a slow pacing. Maybe it's the fact that it's incomplete.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, although, like, I didn't really feel that way about, like, The Fellowship of the Ring when I first saw that. And I, and I had never, like, read The Lord of the Rings books prior to watching the movies. Mm-hmm. And, like, at the end of The Fellowship of the Rings, it does feel a little disjointed. Like, they just all of a sudden. They, the movie just ends, you right, know. Right. But I didn't really feel like I was unsatisfied or just I don't know sort of it just ends. I I don't know. I, I like I just didn't quite connect with the material as much.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you didn't connect much with the characters either?
1: Well I don't know if I didn't it's not that I didn't connect with them. Like I think I think they were all great. Like a Particularly, yeah, Timothy Chalamet as Paul and then um, Rebecca Ferguson as Lady Jessica. Like, both of them... I mean, obviously the movie follows them the most closely. And yeah, both of them are like really compelling characters. Mm -hmm. And... And really well acted. But for some reason, I just don't know what it is. I just didn't... I didn't connect with the movie either because like... I think a lot of it was just so so disconnected like it was hard to find any relatability Mm -hmm. with them yeah i think that was it for me and now that i think about it now that i'm like talking like you didn't
0: have the emotional connection that you had with the lord of the ring the fellowship of the ring at the very beginning yeah
1: because like you can at least identify with one of those characters like whether it be frodo sam gandalf aragorn Mm -hmm. like whoever they're all flawed characters in their own ways And not that these characters aren't flawed, but it's just like, I don't know, I found it much more easy to connect with those characters or like with Star Wars, like with Luke or Han or Leia. Um, But with Paul and Lady Jessica or, you know, or any of the other characters um, or Duncan, I just never really connected with any of them. Really? No,
0: not even with the Baron? Oh, God. (laughs) I'm kidding. No, I think, I mean, obviously um i think you're supposed to connect the most with paul cuz this is i mean his story like this is um this is supposed to be like the messiah that everybody has been waiting for or he's going to pretty much save everybody in the future it depends on him and he's so young um but maybe it's also because you had like those expectations that you were thinking oh yeah this is going to be the next lord of the rings and they did I did, they did sell it like that a few, like, reports or articles were saying that, which I also did see that, and I was like, okay, I hope people don't just expect, I hope they know that it's going to be its own thing, you know, like, this is, you can compare it to a lot of huge sci-fi movies, Star Wars, um, again, Lord of the Rings, but I think it's just, again, its own thing, uh, yeah. and it's like, the material is very complex, um, but i know what you're saying i think maybe i think maybe because there's just not a lot of worm in the, like everybody's just so tense all the time maybe that's why i think the character i not that i connected the most but i really liked him was duke leto i think that was like the one that i really connected the most with
1: who which one was he
0: uh played by oscar isaac paul's dad oh yes. yeah I think that was the one that I connected the most. Um, and by the way, he—I think Oscar Isaac is excellent in this movie. Um, but what? Well, I want to know what you think about everybody, like all the ca- different characters and and the performances.
1: Yeah, I mean, all the performances were awesome. First of all, yeah. yeah, Oscar Isaac's amazing. I yeah, I liked his I liked his performance and I liked his character. I think yeah, he was my favorite character too, just because of like how noble he was but also how generous and kind he was and, and he was, you can
0: he's just a dad yeah you know?
1: he was easily the the best character i think for me in the movie
0: i mean besides paul for me yeah mm-hmm.
1: yeah i mean i like paul and <laughs> I, and you know i also really like um again i like lady jessica as well mm-hmm. um I also really like Javier Bardem's character I forgot what his name was
0: oh um well there's like Duncan which is Duncan Idaho who's played by Jason Momoa you know what then there's Gurney (laughs)
1: um oh his name is Stilgar
0: yeah Stilgar who's very like he's very if you've read the book that's that's how it is portrayed in the book like he I feel like every character again they did a justice to what I what I read in the book um So, and I think the one that I wasn't, that I just didn't connect the most, even though he did have plenty of Scream time, uh, sorry, plenty of Scream time is, um, Josh Brolin's character.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Gurney, I just, I don't know why I just didn't connect with him. I mean, I've, I connected with him the most, I mean, the least, I don't know why.
1: Yeah, well, he's not in the movie for very long, so it's hard to... I know,
0: well, like, none of them are... But even like obviously Jason Momoa, I mean it's he's already such a warm person, and and I feel like he brought his own thing to the character. Like in the in the book, he's warm, but I he does his own thing in this movie too.
1: You know what's funny though? I feel like he does too much of his own thing. Like it almost felt like I was watching Jason Momoa, not Duncan Idaho.
0: Ah, I don't know. I I did believe him. I did. But it's just he's just so warm.
1: Honestly, like I couldn't I like I couldn't tell you a difference between his Aquaman and his Duncan Idaho. They look they look and sound almost the exact same.
0: Except for the beard, maybe?
1: Yeah, well the beard. But like yeah. Like when, <laughs> the way he talks, the way he like conducts himself. He's like this like like bro dude. Like this super nice and kind yeah, bro dude. This
0: this strong man. What about um I'm very curious and I was Ugh, just disgusted. But like that's how I wanted to feel about the Baron. He's just so gross. Like again, Denny did a very good job of doing justice to the characters in the big screen. Like I, in the Baron, the it is described in the book as this gross, worm-looking creature and half-human. Like it's just, and then in in the movie, he looks like that and. and- and when it's hanging in the ceiling, I oh, it just gives me the creep. But that's what it, I mean. It's working. It's working. Um, and I think it was a perfect cast for Stellar Skarsgård, right?
1: Yeah, he did. He did an awesome job. Um, definitely <laughs> brings back Apocalypse Now vibes, where how he like rises up out of the goo
0: yeah well that's that's one of i was uh, watching this interview with Denis and that's one of his favorite movies so oh I think is he's it? just yeah he's like
1: oh then he must have... that must have been an homage seen yeah, that scene, then.
0: i think he's i think that's what he's doing but that make, yeah that makes he's sense. so gross and terrible i mean at least to me it's terrifying uh, yeah so that was again perfectly played um but yeah i think it's just more like again the this movie is hard to process or think about because again it's part one and then yeah some of the pacing's kind of slow and then just the way that it ends it's just like okay i guess tune in stay tuned um i did like the last f- scenes i think they were very interesting a lot of foreshadowing and then we get to meet some of the characters that we'll talk after the in the spoiler free section but i understand like where you're coming from i'm not gonna say like what are you talking about no i do understand but uh, i'm just now more excited but also nervous for part two but it, it is interesting because they haven't even shot this yet so i don't know how long it's gonna take for us to see part two like that's a that's a long time
1: they said that they're gonna they're gonna start shooting probably next year and then have it ready for 2023 i think
0: i hope i mean that would be a good timeline
1: i mean that's because i don't want to wait
0: yeah i don't want to wait too long but i don't know i i don't want to lose like the excitement and stuff but i think in all this is obviously a great gorgeous movie um what do you think about the the score here hans zimmer of course uh yeah another legend i think he's this is very different from your usual hans zimmer right yeah, very I think different. so.
1: Yeah, it's um, I yeah, I really liked both the score and the sound design of this movie. Like the score is really yeah, it's really atmospheric. Yeah, he uses a lot more vocals with like the that chanting like
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah a lot of new sounds. Yeah,
1: instead of his like big usual yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> very like tense. I think it goes well with every every scene plays well with the music. Yeah, and I like that it was different, you know.
1: Although there was one motif that sounded a lot like Dark Ni- the Dark Knight <laughs> theme.
0: Oh, which one? Which
1: one? I can't remember, but there was like one action scene where the theme sounded almost exactly like Melosis from the Batman Begins.
0: Oh, I love that! I love that one.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, it's the best. Then
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna rewatch
1: that. But yeah, I was like, this sounds oddly familiar.
0: <laughs> Man, you have really good memory. I mean, I know every song because I'm a huge Hans Zimmer fan but I didn't know you were one either
1: well it's Batman so I'm, yeah I, I mean it's very I'm not gonna pretend one. to know like the the track titles for Inception or or like Tenet but
0: I do well not Tenet I I like a few songs but but, but yeah. no yeah I think the music was very interesting like very different but again this is a Arrakis I think it has to match what the story is telling um and I, I mean, I, I was very, I did, I did like it too. Again, I think in all this is a great movie, but it's just a question of how is it gonna play well against the sequel because they have to complement each other, you know. Um, but in all, I mean, I just again, Timothy Chalamet was amazing. I think one of the first scenes with the, um, is it called the pain box? Mm -hmm. with charlotte rampley oh that was rampling sorry that was such a great scene because that's one of the first things that i remember uh reading from the book and being so like oh my gosh how are they gonna do this in the big screen and again this it was very very well directed um i think every actor gave it its best and let's talk i mean now i can't wait to discuss some of the spoilery stuff (laughs) yeah because there's a lot to uncover but I'm very curious. What is your popcorn score?
1: I mean, despite the fact that it didn't connect with me as much, I still recognize that it is a really well-made movie. So I'm mm-hmm. going to give it a four out of five.
0: Well, you're very generous. I was expecting less.
1: No, because like, just because... Like, I'm of the opinion that just because the story didn't quite resonate with me, it doesn't mean to me that the movie was bad in Yeah, any way. this is a bad movie, yeah. Like, I think yeah the story works the everything else is like near perfect whether it be visuals sound design costume design all Mm -hmm. that stuff and score and whatnot like i recognize that this movie is a really well-made movie and you know it entertained me like like one thing i forgot to mention is like despite the fact that i didn't quite connect with the movie a because of the, the characters but also b because maybe because the I guess the f- the narrative flow of the movie wasn't very clear to me. Like, I didn't know where the movie was headed. Mm-hmm. But each particular scene built up tension so well. Like, very so much. I, I was never bored, and I was very much like invested in what was happening in that scene. Like the pain box scene. Like just that scene alone, if you were just to watch that scene, is very gripping. Like, mm-hmm. and then like similarly with other scenes, or even just that scene where uh, the Duke and you know Paul are talking at, on the cliff about like. You know if if you don't answer the call you've you've been you know you're you're only the thing that i ever asked you to be which is my son or something like that mm-hmm. even that scene was like really like well done Touching.
0: yeah
1: but yeah it's like from scene to scene to scene i just didn't quite like get invested in the whole narrative mm-hmm. but each particular scene was so well done that i was never actually bored per se yeah and so yeah i recognize that it's a really well-made movie so i'm gonna give it a score based on that not just because I didn't quite connect with the story
0: yeah okay good fair enough fair enough um minus 4.5 again it's not it's really close to being perfect (laughs) but again this is part one I want to see how it plays with part two um but I'm so excited for Denis and for Timothy I think like this is this is gonna change him, and I mean, obviously, they're already huge. Yeah,
1: Timothy is in like everything right now.
0: Well, I think you know Zendaya's like the biggest right now, and yeah. Timothy is huge. But now this is gonna take him to an even like, he's already at the top. He's gonna be even more to the top. But most of all, like Denis, this he's just. Um, I was reading that he this is a Star Wars movie that he always wanted, and I can see like I. This is not an incomplete or, or you can tell that he gave it his all in this movie. Like every little detail is just amazing. And I'm very excited to see what he continues to do. Um, I think he's just changing cinema in a very good way. Like he's, he's making us go back into the movie theaters or get excited about this type of movies again. Which is, I mean, I miss being excited for a movie like this. It's been a while. I mean, for you, you have a lot of Marvel ones, but for me, it's like since I'm not a brain into the Marvel Universe, even though I enjoy it, this is like the type of movies that I just i'm I'm excited that we have somebody like him and many more people that is just gonna keep giving us this type of movies that i mean again, again cinema is all about, so
1: yeah, I agree, yeah, I like it's a beautiful I like movie, Riley. I think, yeah, yeah.
0: So, uh, thank you for watching listening I mean, sorry, listening <laughs> <laughs> sorry, it's been I'm a little rusty, but if you have not watched this movie, um, stop listening right now. We appreciate you tuning in, but if you have, you can stay tuned for the uh spoiler. oh, section. by
1: the way, if you haven't seen this movie yet, even though this movie's on h b o max, I really recommend you see this in the theaters. It's so worth it because like. If you get a chance to go see it in IMAX, there are... A lot of the scenes are shot in IMAX, so... The, oh, so they look different. Yeah, the aspect ratio increases when it gets to those particular scenes. Mm-hmm. And also, just because, like, we mentioned the sound design, like, if you see it in a, in a good theater with a good sound system, it sounds insane. Like, wow. it's so cool. Wow. Um, because, because, yeah, the sound design is so good with all the different technology and, like... The monsters and the sand and just the atmospheric noise, like even just like the the spice, like um, flowing over the <laughs> sand, like all that sound is amazing. So if yeah. you do get a chance to go um, and you feel comfortable going to the theater, I definitely recommend seeing Dune in the theater. If you only see one movie in the theater this year, Dune. I think Dune would be the one to see it because it actually benefits pretty greatly from being in the theater. The
0: movie, the popcorn experience, yeah. yeah. Isn't it crazy that now we're at that point that we can go watch a movie and feel like we're right there because of this the, the the IMAX experience. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I think so. Yeah, go watch it for sure. Um, okay, so now we're gonna discuss spoilers. You want to start?
1: Um, I don't know. I don't really have too much. I guess. I guess the one thing I really <laughs> is kind of weird to me is just yeah how. Josh Brolin's character, what is his name, Herney or Gurney?
0: Gurney, mm
1: mm-hmm. um, He just, like, dies. Like, he doesn't do anything.
0: Stay tuned. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I want to discuss... I mean, this is not huge, but, like, in the ending, we finally get to see Zendaya, which I feel like she was a lot of, in the press. You would think that, oh, yeah, she's one of the main characters. And she's in the book. She is, but... um. This She appears at the very end of the movie for, like, nine minutes. But it happens because that is how she's introduced. It's just like that in the book. You know, she's in Paul's dreams, but then you finally get to meet her in person, like, halfway through the book, which is the end of this movie. Yeah. But I just thought it was interesting, like, how people were like, oh, Zendaya was barely in the movie. And I'm like, well, that's how it is in the book, because this is part one. But I also understand, like, why would they be, like, frustrated? Because, you know, everybody was... a lot of people were just watching this movie cuz they're huge Sunday fans. But yeah. I'm very excited. I love this in the book. I love her character. She's she's a huge part of the story. You you'll know why. I mean, you can see parts of the foreshadowing in the in the part 1. Um but I'm still the little I got to see from her. I'm super excited. Again, she's killing it. Right? Yeah. She's like growing so much as an actor. And seeing it, seeing her in this, I was just so excited. Um and then this is not necessarily a spoiler but I want to talk about how much I like the character of Dr. Liet Kynes which in the book it's a, it's a male and they switched it to be a female in this movie and I I oh, love yeah. the actress I forgot to mention her She yeah. was she I don't know amazing. I love the portrayal I think she did such a good job. She was warm, smart, and again just how again she just gave it so much justice to i keep saying that about everyone but she i just loved her portrayal
1: yeah i was disappointed she died i was like damn i was hoping that she would there there would be more of her because yeah (laughs) she was a really cool character
0: and everybody's like dropping like flies huh yeah uh the mo i mean i knew the other death that obviously hurt even though i knew that was gonna happen because i read the book was duke leto dying um it was way... When I read how he died, it was interesting. But the way that they show it in the, the movie, it's way cooler. But I was... I know I knew it was going to happen, but I was still bummed that... Because I liked his character so much. I don't know. I didn't expect to, like, Oscar like in this movie so much. Mm. Right? Like, uh, I was so sad. I knew it was happening, but I was like, damn, now he's
1: gone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I pretty much saw that coming like, yeah
0: that's the start of everything but
1: yeah because like in order obviously in order for paul to ascend to leadership like his safety net his dad has to disappear and so yeah like, he he has to die mm-hmm. i would assume because that's the theme of the movie yep um but yeah i think i think they handled that scene really well again that was another scene that just like in it by itself is like super tense mm-hmm. and like super compelling mm-hmm um and you're just like what's gonna happen or how is he gonna actually is he actually gonna get to to use this the poison the poison teeth yeah
0: it was really cool when he finally took the bite
1: yeah um and so yeah i really like that scene and then i don't know in regards to zendaya's like small role i think for me i was because like zendaya was actually pretty clear about the fact that her role was small in the Mm -hmm. movie like in all of her interviews she mentions that and so I guess, well, I guess I'm more plugged into all of that since I read and watch a lot of those things. But yeah, I guess, yeah, for me, it wasn't really all that much of a surprise because, yeah, she was pretty upfront of the fact that, yeah, she's not in the movie very much. Yeah,
0: I knew too, like, from reading the book, that's how she's introduced. She's in Paul's dreams here and there, but obviously you get to finally meet her halfway through the book. But it's just funny that some of the fans are like, well you know this this sucks but it's just how it is on the book you can't get mad because that's how it is written in the book um but i can't wait to uh i don't know get to know her more uh javier bardem more he's he's an interesting one stay tuned again i mean he's
1: already interesting in this movie (laughs) like i think again like no matter what role javier bardem is in, he's always always makes it really interesting yeah
0: and now I want to ask you about what do you think of the Fremen, like their eyes, their suits. I thought that was really cool.
1: Yeah, and that's another thing I didn't mention in the spoiler-free section is, again, like I said, the costume design is really good because it's looks, it's so well thought out and it looks so functional. Like, it, it's it's so... Yeah, it it just feels like it's lived in because they thought out how the technology works mm-hmm. and how that suit works and they actually go through and explain it without it being boring.
0: Yeah, that's one of the things I appreciated. About yeah,
1: and it does, this movie does do a really good job of handling a great deal of exposition mm-hmm. and like um, just explaining all the, the technical jargon in the mm-hmm. movie. And yeah, it never feels boring for sure. I think my problem one one problem with the movie though is is that i think it is too long like i understand there's a lot to go over and even this is like pared down mm-hmm. but like there are just some scenes i feel like that just were too long like like this all that stuff in the tent you know when they get stuck after they escape the mm-hmm. the city and they're stuck in the desert in that in like the, the
0: visions and all that yeah mm-hmm. the
1: the capsule inside the sand and i'm just like all right, I, I I get the point. Like, <laughs> let, let's let's move on with the story. And then similarly with their journey across the desert, it's like, okay, I get it. This is a tough journey. This is, like, Paul has a lot to think about. The desert is a dangerous place. Do we need to spend another 10 minutes here? Like, <laughs> can we just go through, like, a montage and go through? Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And so, like, there were, like, definitely several scenes where, I just felt they were too long, and some scenes where they were not long enough.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, like one, Which like one? for
1: one, like I wish the attack scene was a lot longer. Like there was just more to it. Like I was hoping that maybe I don't know. Maybe this is just me because I I like action dumb action movies, but it's just like I wish there was more like combat. Like you know, with Gurney's character, you see him running into the you know the the two armies like running into each other, but you don't really get to see much.
0: Yeah, that is, that happens really quick, but you know what? I don't mind it. I'm not I'm different than you, that I'm not a lot into, like, battle scenes, which I, I guess I enjoyed in this movie. Yeah. But I understand where you're coming from. Um, And but again, it, I'm going to keep saying this. Stay tuned. Yeah,
1: I know that there's, I mean, they f- they f- definitely foreshadow a huge mm-hmm. war at the end of the movie, but, um, you know, it's like, one one scene that i did really like was that one-on-one duel that paul has with um god i can't remember any of the names um with that one guy that he ends up like dueling like that was a really great scene oh
0: you know what at the end right yeah
1: at the very end you
0: know what that reminded me of um of black panther when black panther is fighting with oh killmonger yeah I don't know. It just reminded me of that. that you, like, you have to prove yourself. And, yeah. And it just reminded me of that. Not not. I don't think they... It just reminded me of Black Panther. I don't know why. Yeah,
1: that scene was really well done because, like, they built that scene up so well because mm-hmm. at the very beginning of the movie, he's training with, you know, Thanos. And, like... <laughs> Gurney.
0: <laughs> he, Gurney.
1: And he gets his, you know, his ass handed to him. Like And throughout the entire movie, he's, like, questioning his ability to... to to do anything really yeah and you know he you see him like just like freeze up occasionally mm-hmm. and then when it gets to that point you think does he actually stand a chance at beating this guy and so like for me who's never read the books or watched the original movie i actually didn't know the outcome of the uh, of that duel and so it was actually really gripping to see like that was the first time i i was i felt like oh snap like this This is like crazy. I actually don't know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, is he going to get wounded and like, is it going to end in a draw or is he going to win? Is he going to lose? And then some, you know, they still work it out. Like I couldn't tell. And so, yeah, that final duel was actually really well done and like really well Developed throughout the entire movie.
0: Yeah, and it does really show you how strong him and his mom are. Yeah, um, like not just obviously Paul physically, but like mentally. Like there's a lot of layers to them. Yeah, and the fact that Paul has, you know, uh, he's been trained by her has different all these different types of training. It's just, that's why he's like the, he's supposed to be like the savior, the messiah, the
1: yeah. I like um, that she like Lady Wadi- Jessica mm-hmm. was also could like hold her own too. Like she was pretty badass I know, as right?
0: well. And then she's pregnant. Who knew? Yeah. Um, that is also like a very cool part of the... You again in, in the book, um, it plays a huge part. Um, but I don't know. I think the the ending, it, even though it just ended like that, I was it did. It did end in a way that I was like, Oh damn it, I wanna see more. I wanna watch more. Not just like, Ugh whatever, yeah. can you just end? It did it did I was very um invested for sure.
1: I think for me the reason why it felt also kind of felt abrupt and like unsatisfying was despite like again I'm gonna use the Fellowship of the Ring as an example, but even the Fellowship of the Ring, which is just the first part of a three part, you know, series mm-hmm. Like at least that movie still followed like a three act structure that was a beginning, middle and end. In this movie I felt like it was just it's a more beginning. of an intro. Yeah. yeah, it was just the first act. Like it was just literally the entire movie It's just the beginning. And so it just kept it kept building and building and building but it never actually got to the top. Obviously mm-hmm. it never went back down, you know, it never reached a climax or anything. Yeah.
0: It does it does feel a lot like an introduction. For yeah. Sure.
1: And so, like, I feel like we got one and a half acts. Like, we didn't even get a full second act.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wonder how long the second one's going to be. But, I mean, I don't... Again, I, I, I've I, watched it two times, the second one. I don't know why I liked it more. I was very surprised. But I'm very excited. Um, hopefully, they're able to make... Like, like, now that you mentioned that that's not enough time, hopefully it is for them. I don't know. I mean... They had plenty of time to make all the edits that they wanted when it was supposed to come out last year and, and it just didn't. Um, but speaking of now, I'm very looking forward to a lot of great movies. We're finally in that time of the year where we're getting so many different movies coming out. I keep waiting. I mean, they keep delaying Batman, but finally, it's supposed, I mean, fingers crossed, knock on wood, it's supposed to come out in March of next year, which, and we're. I mean, five months away. Um, I want to ask you, and and this is something we typically do at the beginning, but I want to ask you now, what do you think of the last trailer?
1: I freaking loved that trailer. Yeah. (sighs) It's so good. I, yeah, everything about this movie I'm really excited about. Like, for one thing, the movie looks freaking gorgeous. Like, those shots, like, oh my God. Like, it's probably one of the best looking Batman movies I've ever seen, and that's including The Dark Knight, which had Mm -hmm. some really good... You know cinematography and, and and it's just
0: very like comic booky like yeah. it. it's a it just looks gorgeous like the although it looks very dark um
1: and i love the take of like their approach to the riddler it's just like he's like this zodiac killer like you know he's not that silly. he's not the silly like you know <laughs> rid, jim riddles. carrey yeah well not even jim carrey but even just like in the, the comic book the scene. riddler that i'm used to like yeah he's a lot a little he's still a little bit more mischievous and flamboyant um, but yeah, this one's like a really like crazy and effed I th-
0: I'm guy. very excited because obviously, I mean, obviously he's going to be the biggest one in the movie because they're barely showing us anything about him. Yeah. And I think, you know, Paul Dano playing that role. I'm super excited. Um, I was also happy that I got to see a bit more of Catwoman playing by the amazing Zoe Kravitz and then more seeing more of just. The penguin, but mostly obviously Robert Pattinson as the Batman. The cast in this one is also amazing. Yeah, I mean freaking Andy Circus is yeah, in the movie. <laughs> I,
1: I didn't realize I didn't realize that Andy Circus was gonna be Alfred. I was yeah. just like, oh wow, that's actually a really good cast. Like, yeah,
0: right. It's a very interesting choice. I like. I liked it.
1: Yeah, um, I I didn't realize that that was the case until I saw that trailer. I was like, oh, he's Alfred.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh. And then we have Colin Farrell, unrecognizable
1: yeah you know what though like i wonder what he what role he's actually gonna play in the movie like because
0: we isn't he supposed to play the penguin
1: yeah no i mean like what like in what capacity though like is oh, he because mm-hmm. he he's he, he seems like he's a villain but at the same time like depending on the story you read pe- the penguin is not always like a villain villain he's just kind of like a gangster you yeah know, running his club yeah
0: or just a dis- distraction yeah, For the main so Yeah
1: I kind of wonder like whether I hope the movie doesn't become too unfocused With you know Catwoman, Penguin And the Riddler At the same time
0: Yeah that's gonna be interesting for sure But um I mean I have my fingers crossed I mean it looks really good From what we've seen Both Both of the trailers that have come out it's The the one is better than the other Like it's just does not disappoint I hope I hope the movie lives up to the trailers Um I
1: think it will. I think, yeah. yeah, I I mean,
0: I feel like they've had enough time. (laughs) Yeah. To like, in the, you know, in the, in the, what do they say, like, the cutting room or who's ever editing the movie, like, I'm sure it's going to be amazing. Um, And then we have more movies, okay? I'm particularly excited for Spencer, which is a. Is
1: that one with Anya Taylor Joy? No, No, Spencer is by. Kristen Stewart.
0: Yeah, playing Princess Diana, which is. it's supposed to be like three days of Princess Diana's life. Um, and the trailer looks gorgeous. I've heard really positive things about it. And I'm excited for Kristen Stewart. She looks awesome in this movie. And then she's she's nailing the accents to what I've seen so far. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. Like she's finally getting the recognition she deserves because she's been she's done a lot of work, but more of indie movies. I like Kristen um,
1: Stewart, despite like her. You know, what's funny, Pat. Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart, like they came from Twilight, <laughs> yeah. Um, and now they're yeah now Killing they're in, like huge critically or not. Well, we don't know if they're critical. They've same, made really
0: great movies. Yeah, yeah, I think
1: they're both like they both, I, I would say, have outgrown their Twilight roots. Like I've, oh, hundred
0: yeah. percent. Like
1: I really like Kristen Stewart in most of her roles, and then yeah, Robert Pattinson is really good as well. Yeah, I mean he's always been good.
0: No, but they've just grown so much as actors. So it's excited to see them like just taken seriously. I feel like Robert has, but now finally like Kristen is, even though she's been doing a lot of good work. Yeah. uh, In the past years. And then there's other movies, a lot of movies that are coming out on Netflix that I'm excited about. Uh, Don't Look Up from Adam McKay. It's supposed to be a comedy with Leo and Jennifer Lawrence. Also a huge cast. Uh, I'm also very interested in watching a movie that's called The Last Daughter. It's an adaptation and the director is Maggie Gyllenhaal. Oh nice. Uh Jake's sister and this is supposed to be it, it has gotten really good reviews from the film festivals. And then there's another one called The Power of the Dog. I think it's also coming out on Netflix with uh Benedict Cumberbatch, um Kirsten Dunst and Jesse Plemons. Directed by Jane Campion and then that's supposed to be also really really good. So a lot of uh I guess more serious movies coming out. Um, well, it is that
1: time of the year. It
0: is that time of the year. It's gonna be packed. Uh, any other ones that you're excited about?
1: Obviously, for me, yeah, Ghostbusters Afterlife. That is a really that's a really special movie to me in particular and close to my heart because as a little kid, like I grew up loving Ghostbusters, like mm-hmm. the, the both the movies, one and two, and the cartoon show, the real Ghostbusters. And, yeah, I'm still pretty obsessed with the Ghostbusters. And and I was definitely disappointed with the 2016 remake. um, (laughs) I think
0: so. I still think it's funny with Chris Hemsworth. (laughs) It's... You know what's funny? It's not the best, but it's not the worst.
1: That movie would have been... would have been great if it was like all of other paul figs other movies like mm-hmm. if it was a parody of ghostbusters yeah
0: exactly exactly
1: like, you know how he parodies like the hangover with bridesmaids mm-hmm. he parodies like buddy cop like lethal weapon with you know the heat mm-hmm. and you know he, he basically <laughs> or, and like i spy is like a is a another spoof on well spy movies Well, thank
0: you for connecting that for me because I haven't, but thank you for saying that. Yeah,
1: like he does parody movies so well and if he had just made this movie as a parody of like Ghostbusters as just like these crazy paranormal investigators, then that movie would have been great. But Mm -hmm. when you start to try and fold in like this more serious and horror aspects of Ghostbusters into just straight up slapstick comedy, it just doesn't work.
0: Yeah, it was just... I don't know. It, and there was also so much hype around it. Like, yeah. there was so much expectation. I don't think it's a terrible movie either.
1: I don't think it's terrible. It's just not a great ghostbusters movie. Yeah. But um
0: and then when does this this one come out? I think this month. November. Right?
1: Yeah, it comes out November 19th and Oh, so next Yeah. Friday. And yeah, I'm so excited just because like A Ivan Reitman's son Jason is directing it. And, you know, Ivan is 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 producing the movie. It's got the original remaining Ghostbusters, you know, obviously Harold Ramis um, passed away in 2014. Mm -hmm. But, you know, his his grandkids are now the main characters of the movie. So he'll definitely be a big presence in the movie.
0: And then we have, he never does anything wrong, Paul Rudd. Yeah, Paul Rudd. Incredibly charming, Paul Rudd.
1: And then, yeah. And then I just recently, so um, they just started recently uh, releasing a bunch of small TV spot trailers. And there's one trailer that I saw that um, teases the original three remaining Ghostbusters, Ray, Winston, and and Peter. And you see, you hear, you don't see them, but you hear Bill Murray say, you miss us? And I'm just oh. like, and they're like charging up their proton packs and you hear that sound. And it's you
0: like, lost your mind.
1: <laughs> And it's just like, oh my God. Like, I'm so excited for Ghostbusters.
0: Yeah. I've, um, I totally, um, I've been seeing the trailers too. And I, it's, it's so funny that I keep seeing the little, the boy from Stranger Things and all of those type of movies. Yeah. Um, what's his name?
1: Finn Wolfhard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Finn <laughs> He's Wolfhard. He's killing it. And Grace McKenna look awesome like and they do
0: look like siblings too, yeah which is, that like, was a good casting i'm
1: choice. actually most excited for grace mckenna as egon's granddaughter like she mm-hmm. it seems like she's the main character of the yeah, movie yeah
0: from from what i've seen too yeah and
1: yeah she's seems like she's basically taken after egon mm-hmm. and so she's she's pretty much like the egon character yeah um so yeah i'm really excited about that movie and then obviously spider-man no way home
0: oh when is that coming out
1: uh december 18th
0: Wait, I thought it was until next year. Is this coming out this year? Yeah, it's coming Ah! out next month. Wow. Okay, so there's been so many uh, theories about if Toby is going to do a cameo. Obviously, the um, other villains... um, What was their... I keep forgetting their names. But do you think Toby? And Andrew are gonna make. Honestly, I do
1: think so. Like how I'm, though? How? And that's what I'm
0: wondering. How in the heck? Because they're they're all supposed to be Peter Parker. If it was a Spider Man, sure, but they're Peters, so I don't know.
1: So like, it's it's gonna be a multiverse movie. So that's you know that's why Doctor Strange is in the movie. Peter and Doctor Strange kind of mess with the multiverse. Um, and so that's why you get the Spider Man Two, Alfred Molina's Doctor Octopus, Spider Man Ones. Um, Dulem Dafoe's Green Goblin, Norman Osborn is back. Um, He's in the cast. Yeah. And then Jamie Foxx from The Amazing Spider-Man, the Andrew Garfield movies, is going to be Electro again. Um, Thomas Hayden Church from Spider-Man 3 is going to be Sandman again.
0: But how can they be the same person in different universes i I still don't get that
1: so what's what happens at least what it seems like from the trailer is that because at the end of spider-man far from home mysterio revealed peter's identity identity. and so peter yeah peter goes to dr strange to see to see if he could erase everyone's memory and forget that he is peter parker or he's spider-man and then something goes wrong with that spell. Oh. And so then you have all these like realities collapsing in and on itself. And so you get all these villains showing up from other Spider-Man movies.
0: Mm, okay, and that makes sense. It
1: naturally, makes then sense. people started to think, okay, well, if the villains are coming over, then how is Peter going to fight all these villains at once? And so then your natural thought is that, okay, the other other spider man are going to show up too. So Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man and Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man are also going to come to help him.
0: Wow. And so this one's going to be an epic one.
1: Yeah, it is. And I, have you seen Venom, Let There Be Carnage? No.
0: Nope.
1: Okay, well then I'm not going to really just say anything. I'm ashamed of myself as a but Tom Hardy fan. There's a, there's a big... <laughs> so the post-credit scene in that movie is pretty huge and has something to do with Spider-Man No Way Home. Even though they're like different universes But because all these universe things Are like mi- mixing together now mm-hmm. Um But yeah I won't really say any more about that In case people haven't seen um, yeah. Venom but but yeah It's it's gonna be crazy Like this movie is wow. gonna be nuts
0: Okay I totally thought this was coming Until next year but it's A month away which is very exciting Um Again Zendaya is ki- she's everywhere This yeah. girl um and then what else? Kay? I think I mean Christmas. We have a lot of we have Ma- the Dumbledore. Matrix
1: Resurrections is another huge one I'm looking forward this to this year. Yeah, the 22nd. Oh,
0: by the way, the trailer is really good. I did yeah. really like it. Yeah, I did really like it. Uh, and it's been when was when did the last one come out? <laughs>
1: like 14 years ago.
0: Wow, that's crazy. Um, See, so many. Okay, it's we're back. It's it's that time of the year.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic with this one because. Honestly, like, I don't think anything will ever live up to the first Matrix. And mm-hmm. Reloaded was fun. Revolutions was just a mess. And, and so, like, I'm hoping that this will be kind of like a, a somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think it... I, I'm not expecting it to be, like, the amazing thing that the Matrix was. But I'm not also expecting it to be as bad as Revolutions. Yeah. And so far, the trailers look really good. Like
0: It does. I was very surprised. I was very surprised.
1: Yeah. It almost seems like a reboot, kind of. Like because Neo again is in the Matrix for some reason and he's lost his memory and then he gains it back. Mhm. And then there's a young Morpheus um mm. not played by Lawrence Fishburne but but Carrie Ann Ma- Ma- Moss is back playing Trinity. Um Yeah,
0: that's exciting.
1: So yeah, and then the 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 new there's this new main character. I forgot what her name was, but the 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 girl with the colorful hair um that's kind of like guiding neo through the matrix and like all that stuff and she looks pretty pretty freaking rad as well Mm -hmm. but yeah i think i don't really know what to expect with this movie but i mean i'm a huge matrix fan so uh,
0: yeah you're just gonna i guess it's best to go with no expectations and see how it plays out
1: yeah if it pleasantly surprises me then great if yeah if it's another matrix revolutions then well oh well
0: (laughs) yeah a lot of action a lot of dramas uh comedies i guess Uh, sci-fi a lot of a lot of things still have to come out this year i'm very excited last one is um house of gucci i don't know why there's like gucci (laughs) (laughs) it's like everywhere that i'm not even that excited i mean i don't know why i'm just not excited about this movie i mean i'll watch it maybe. i thought you
1: would be crazy for this movie
0: no because it's so hyped Mm. that i'm not hyped about it um, because gu- it basically, I mean, those movies like you already know the story. It's like okay, I know. Yeah. Like us versus as Princess Diana, this is more of the behind the scenes that we don't know of that we never got to see of her. Mm-hmm. Um, again, very different movies, but that's just what I'm. But maybe I don't know. I'll I'll watch it when I have a chance. I just don't know why I'll watch it, but I'm not extremely excited. Um, mm. but yeah, it's it's movie season uh the weather sucks so it's that time of the year to watch movies lots of shows um but yeah thank you everybody for tuning in and our review for dune go watch this this is i think it's a beautiful beautiful movie um be open to it obviously and i can't wait to watch part two
1: yeah and then yeah kind of going forward we'll probably only be releasing maybe one one episode per month or so because we're still so busy
0: yeah it's still so busy and then we're just trying to be very careful as well with uh, our circumstances but we'll we'll be tuning in uh, once once a month
1: so. yeah what what movie do you want to do next
0: well now that you gave me all these options I don't know
1: all right well I'll, we'll figure it out uh,
0: we'll figure it out uh, but it's I mean, there's so many to choose from now, I don't even know. (laughs) But thank you all so much for uh, tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye. Bye.